Welcome to episode 166 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian Sharpley. Hello. And Matt Cassell. Hey. It is Monday night, September 26th, and tonight we are rolling out the dealer's choice wheel. The old dealy cheely wheelie. We put the call out to McSauce Nation earlier in the day to bring us your questions about fandom, comics, movies, TV, life, life, anything goes on the dealer's choice wheel. And that's exactly the kind of response that we got. Paul, how many total questions did we receive? A record amount. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's Was it a, over ten thousand? Um, this time, yeah, and we had to whittle it down. Whittle, whittle, whittle. Who did the whittling? Lee DePiro from the Gearbox Union. Thank you, Lee, for Thank being Lee. our intern. Intern, McSauce intern. You keep, Extraordinaire. Do you call him an intard? <laughs> intard. I wouldn't uh, go that low. Lee, I really like Lee. Lee. I would I not you. call him an intard. Lee, if you keep doing this good of a job. With whittling the dealy chili wheelie down, maybe one day you'll find yourself with a permanent spot. Maybe even just like a, a seat on the show for one episode where you can, yeah, we, we can say hello. There. Maybe maybe you can we say can hi, and then and then we will send you back down to the McSauce Dungeon <laughs> that you're so famous for saying that we have, and you'll or, be down there. Or as I like, or as I like to refer to it as. The, the minor leagues of podcasts. Oh! oh. Boom, boom. Roasted. So before we get to the dealer's choice wheel and all <laughs> this bevy of questions we have in front of us, Ian, would you like to housekeep? I'll, I'll keep some, some quick house because we have a lot of questions. We received tons and tons of questions. We put the call out, you know, like halfway through the day on the Facebook page. That's where we got a lot of the questions. We also received some questions on our Instagram. We've been trying to slowly grow the old Instagram. I think we're around like 134, somewhere around there. So if you know anybody out there, McSauce Casters, that is not interested in our Instagram, not a follower, let them know. Let them know all about it. You can also follow the main journey of McSauce on McSauce.com, the webcomic the reviews as well as this podcast can all be found at mcsauce.com and if you want to check out the old fashioned handcrafted podcast go to mcsaucepodcast.libsyn.com and uh yeah let's uh, let's let's get into some dealer's choice wheel i'm excited uh in you left the the wheel in the other room so in a minute I'm going to have you go and get the wheel, bring it in, so that way we can comfortably spin it from the actual McSaw Studios room. Where we, we don't want to be getting up. and uh, yeah, I'll, right. I'll bring it in. Don't, okay. Yeah. Paul, are you excited to answer some questions? I'm pretty excited. I, I, I hope we get to really rip through a lot of these tonight. Do, do we want to say what's on the wheel? No, no. I think we just, I think we just go... Oh. We just Are go. we doing random ones? Why don't we give some wheel shout-outs first to let people know who is on the wheel? Is that okay? 
Yeah, whatever you guys want. Or, or they could just, <laughs> or they could just be excited when they hear their shit. I don't know. Okay, I mean, I mean normally is, we run down the question, but since we I have agree. so many questions, maybe it's a good thing, and we'll we'll hold it back, and it'll be a surprise, and they'll be they'll have to listen to the entire show. I like how well out. thought out this is. Like we clearly had a, a game plan going into this episode. So, Ian, without further ado, please go get the wheel. Bring it in. Okay. I'm going. All right. Got it? Yeah, bring it in. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. I'm the only one with the strength to muscle that. That thing looked heavy as hell. It really was heavy. So, all right. I mean, I guess we should spin the wheel. And, Matt, you're a pretty professional spinner. Well, you know, well, I have to use my, my left arm today because I, I got a flu shot in my you right arm. fucking pussy. Listen to me. I can't Get the lift. the fuck out of here. Shut up. I can't lift my arm higher than my elbow because I got two shots. What's this muscle called up? I mean, if you had muscles, what would this one be up here on the top of your arm? Ian? That was clearly is that directed a, at you. Is that a deltoid? shoulder muscle? I believe I that's your deltoid. Episode. I got not one, but two shots in my deltoid today, right in the muscle. They're, they're intramuscular, that sounds right, uh, shots. And they make your arm ache and feel like shit, and then you can't lift it above your elbow, assuming your elbow is like kind of lowish. So You do um, have a lowish elbow. I, you I've know, noticed that I about you. I get that a lot. I'll go places and people will say that. They'll say, you know, you kind of look like Bud Bundy, and no one ever elbow. has said that. No one ever. But so is is that something that you've gotten or that you want to get? He wants because it I don't think you look anything like David Faustino. Back in the old days, back when the season after David Faustino was sporting the ridiculous mullet in season three, into season four, five, six, he had kind of that. Long in the front, but kind of like wavied back, but short in the back kind of thing. Is that what your hair did? Yeah, that's what I had going on in the... Um, Do we have pictures were of that? Were you modeling we something it? something on the aforementioned McSauce Instagram? Uh, I, I would have to dig through photo albums at my parents. I don't have anything... Totally worth it. We'll go I don't right have, after we record today. I don't have any stats to you know back this up, but pictures of Matt, highest Instagram likes... And messages, people commenting, handsome guy, yeah, more of this, yeah, yeah. heart, heart, heart. We're putting one up right now. I mean, this isn't surprise. Wait, what? Right. Yeah, we're putting yeah, put it up. Did you, you up just right take now? one of me? Yeah, yeah. You, you look amazing tonight. I don't, You're resplendent. I'm wearing a hat tonight, guys. I don't feel great. I got... Bear with me my, tonight. My phone's I, gonna drip with pussy juice once I post this. Ew. Don't fucking worry. That's, yeah, that's kind of yeah, gross. That's gross. I'm the one that has to hold it. <laughs> you, much like everything else, you'll be licking it. Uh, like when you're is it pouring be, our pre pre show shots, you like, I don't want you, any you, alcohol to be wasted. So you have to lick every inch of your hand and arm and the bottle. Sometimes I pour a little down my arm so I can on have purpose a little, so you can a little bit extra. <laughs> I don't. I don't really, Matt. You don't really what. I don't really do what Ian's saying. Uh, okay. Matt's been here. He's seen I've it. Seen, he knows. I've seen what you do with that tongue. 
It's uh, very viper-like. Yeah, it's... Are you one of the snake men? No, viper? I don't... Rat lord? Viper-like, I don't know. That seems <laughs> like there's, there's like a lot of precision and skill. I feel like it's more like a big dumb dog that just like licks everything. Wow. Was, that, a, was that an insult? Sorry. Lick wow. or? All right. All right. Oh, not that dumb. Poodle? Poodle's a smart no, dog. Nope, nope, nope. Duly noted. Anyway. So, anyway. Let's stop insulting each I'm other. I'm sorry. I have to spin with my left arm today, and as everyone knows, I am left-handed. However, my left hand is also my weaker hand, so now, like, it's probably about the same strength as my right hand, which is the stronger hand. Don't ask me how that happened, Paul. Just Your damn. dominant hand is your weaker hand. Correct. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I draw and write left-handed. I eat with a fork, left-handed. I chopstick hand, which one? Left, right, left, left. Chopstick hand. Um, I throw frisbee left-handed. Which hand do you smack women with? Uh, that's not a hand, my friend. I throw like a baseball, At right-handed. Women? So offensive. I cut with scissors, right-handed. A lot of scissor cutting. I, I play. Do you cut with scissors right-handed because you're forced to. Because I was forced to? Well, like back in the day in kindergarten, you'd get the fucking scissors that had the green things on the handles, and you didn't know what that was. It was just like, these fucking scissors are retarded. They don't work. That, like, I avoided those. But because no, they were, they were for you guys with your fucking weird affliction. Yeah, but like, I didn't realize that one worked How in one hand and the you. other worked in the other. So, anyway. Um, Spin the wheel, guys. Scissors are right. you. But my typical wheel spinning hand is right. Okay? For the, those of you playing at home, for Christ's sake. So, don't blame me if the if the spin doesn't land where you want it to land. Ian, I'm going. Please. Not a, not a bad spin for a lefty. <laughs> Rock and roller. Oh shit! It's uh Joe Saxman's second question. He submitted two, and two made it. He submitted six tonight. Record-breaking night for questions. We've had, we have some folks that have submitted up to thirteen questions. So good grief. With with the outpouring of support, we're going to try Lee, to Lee had his work cut out. We for put him. did we put all ten thousand on the wheel? Ah, uh, close to it. Joe Saxman, second question is: Is there any live action film, cartoons, comics that you wish were never made? Example: GI Joe, He Man, Masters of the Universe, yeah. Transformers, yeah. things like that. Any of those films that you wish weren't made? <clears throat> the movies. The movies. Yes, taken from from cartoon properties. Cool. So, I mean, Gem and the Holograms falls in this. If you want to say that that was a bad movie. I didn't see that. it. Did you see it? I didn't. Tracy saw it, though. Um, she said it was shitty. Uh-huh. But wasn't it so far removed from traditional Gem and the Holograms lore that it wasn't really... 
a gem in the holograms movie right i don't know who that movie was made for because it Should wasn't renamed it jim in the holograms and <laughs> jim it was based off a youtube star oh. rising to fame and it really didn't have any of the bones of what made um, the gem character which was like a dual identity and sort of like going up against the misfits which was a a rival band there was some kind of action and adventure to gem the cartoon which i don't think they carried any of that over into the well, feature film gem, yeah gem was like like she fought crime yeah and she was like and had a secret identity like and a she, superhero band it was like if the justice league were a band and she had a computer like synergy was her computer that was kind of like teletran one that was able to change her identity and report back to her about what the fuck was going on like none of that if they would have made that movie i think it would have done much better i don't know i think talking about my left-handedness was more interesting than gem in the holograms oh i'm sorry i'm sorry this is the wheel man we're just answering the wheels i'm sorry is gem in the holograms your thing I'm not afraid of saying that I watched Gem in the Hall. No, no, yeah. I'm saying is that the is that your choice? Is that my choice for this uh, to not be made? No, no. Well, then let's talk about that one, the one that shouldn't have been made. Go. All right, you, are you still thinking? I got one. Yeah, yeah if you got one, go I ahead, one. and we'll come back. I, I think Catwoman was uh, an atrocity. I think what it did for um, comic book movies, really, I feel like that was kind of the last... Was the stipulation of this question based on an 80s property? No. Cartoons, comics, and Gotcha. So this is... I qualify. For, for, yeah, yeah. Totally yeah, qualified. So, Catwoman wasn't Selena Kyle. Played by Halle Berry. Her costume didn't really look like Catwoman. Um, coming off the heels, kind of... From Michelle Pfeiffer's portrayal, which is pretty much universally liked. Um, very iconic. Very iconic. Even though that one deviated quite a bit, but there was a certain style to Tim Burton's kind of rendition of it, so it almost gets a pass in that regard. It still, it still felt like Catwoman that could exist in the DC universe. She didn't feel out of place going up, up against a really stylized version of the Penguin, as well as Batman, which right. also was stylized. It all, it all played well together. Yeah. But um, but the Halle Berry one was was visually just a, a, a nightmare. It was an absolute mess. Um, and I f- want to say that was maybe the last DC movie that they made. It, comic book movie, not like, you know, they made Watchmen and they made... Um, gosh, I... <laughs> What else did they Green make? Green Lantern? Yeah, they made Green Lantern. But I think the next like major superhero movie they made was Batman Begins. So you had probably like six or seven years in between these movies where nothing was made. Um, and it was probably because that was so bad. I don't think it was that long. I, I get what you're saying, well, but I don't think Batman it was that Begins. long. 2005? Uh, 20, uh, 2005. 2005, you're right. 2005, you're correct. And and Halle Berry's Catwoman was 98? Maybe two, no, 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be my guess. I could be wrong. You are correct with 2005 for Batman. Oh, because. thanks. Uh, hey, one, one out of two is not bad, Paul. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not... That's 50%. I'm not criticizing... 2000... <sighs> I'm just saying that I think that the gap is shorter, that they were making those bad DC movies... 
more recently? Yeah, it was 2004. Wow, I had no Holy idea. Shit. So it was like a year, right? Uh, yeah. Wow. Really? So I, it it's just it's same logic. It, was, it, it felt like there was a different arm of Warner Brothers and DC handling the other stuff. It's the same. It's one. like one hand didn't know what the other hand was doing. When people talk about oh, comic book movies got killed by Batman and Robin. Well, no, because Batman and Robin came out in 1997 in the summer. That's right. In, like, June. And then Blade, which everybody credits as the the rebirth of, uh. the, com- <laughs> of the comic book movie, happened in August or September of that same year. So it's a real quick turn time. Yeah. Okay, well, you know what, then? I stand corrected. I thought that was, like, a late 90s movie. Um, but it was still bad. Right? I mean, just... It- yeah, so I mean, it was unnecessary. Terrible. I I totally agree with you. It was really bad. Is that your pick then, too, Ian? No, let's swing it over to Paul. And he he's been pretty silent over Paul. there. Surprisingly, he's been pretty quiet over there. Are you busy uh, licking your arms? <laughs> There's booze on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Masters of the Universe. Like it, like <clears throat> it was such an atrocity. Like uh, it was fucking horrible. I understand, you know, like Dolph Lundgren didn't have a, a firm grasp of the English language when he was put into the role, and like he just kind of went with the punches. And but he wasn't the, he wasn't the worst part of it. I mean, just you know, the writing and coming to Earth and the fucking Gwildor and why. And I know uh, since then, Gwildor's kind of become a quasi beloved part of Master. To who? To who? They've made plenty of action figures. Uh, plenty of statues. Nobody like, likes I don't, those. Maybe he's not beloved, but like that whole movie has become part of the entire Masters of the Universe lore at this point, and I refuse to accept it because it was such a fucking spit in the face of what the original legacy of that TV show and story was all about. They took the source material and they took a big fat shit on it. They brought it to Earth. They, you know, they cut out Orko. They brought in Gwildor. They did a whole bunch of weird shit. Like, you had villains like Blade, right? Was his name Blade? His name was Blade. He could have been Triclops. He wasn't. He should have been Triclops. They you know, had, they I had forget someone the, else. There the was like a lizard guy, guy like, that could have been Triclops. Or could have been uh, Trapjaw. Trapjaw, but he wasn't. It was like when the Ninja Tur- when Ninja Turtles two did, uh, Toka, Toka and Razor. Man, there's a lot of movies that can why? make this. Why don't why aren't we making Bebop and Rocksteady, who are the clear at that point when that movie was made, it was the the villain hierarchy was Shredder, Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang in there somewhere. But you. It was a logical Toga progression. Razor. It was a logical progression right. to characters that already existed. You didn't need like, to make these I, new characters. I feel like there's been a lot of uh, Masters of the Universe movie apologists that have come out of the woodwork since then. Uh, that are like, oh, Frank Langella's Skeletor is great, and Dolph Lundgren was really good, but everyone else was fucking horrible. All the casting, all the casting choices, the character choices. The locations. All of it was bad. It was bad. Masters of the Universe movie, dog shit. Pure dog shit. You catch dog shit in your mouth right out of the dog's butthole. That's how fucking pure dog shit that is. You're just... It's untainted. It's not even like you're picking it up off the ground. 
and you, you're it. sucking it's, it up. Right, it's, yeah. it's unwillingly coming out and down your throat. It's like chocolate soft serve. Dumb chocolate soft serve. That movie is fucking garbage. Ian, spin that wheel! That is Wait, pretty didn't, disgusting. Ian didn't answer. Yeah, he said Gem of the Holograms. We'll go with Gem of the Holograms. We got a lot of shit on the All old right. wheel. Spin it. Paul, are you going to spin it? Yeah, I'll spin it. All right. All right, it's Lori's first question. She has two, and we'll go with the question number one. What is your favorite childhood toy? Holy shit, is that a... That's a, that's a big old question. Do you guys have a ready answer? You have your hand up, so why don't I you I have go? a ready answer. Yeah. There's a lot... There's, there's a lot of answers that this could be, but it is Optimus Prime version... <laughs> Versions one and two, because I no, played no, no, no. with. We didn't say toys. We said toy. Which one is it, man? It's yeah. It's one toy. It's Optimus Prime. It was the same toy, but I had it twice, twice because yeah. I played with it so fucking you hard. You played the shit out of I it. I needed a second one to replace the first one. Got Optimus it. Prime. At the height of my '80s childhood. It was Optimus Prime, Luke Skywalker, and He-Man. That is the triumvirate of my entire life. I will, on my deathbed, those are gonna, those will be my last four words, six words. He-Man compound word, five words. He-Man's hyphenated. Compound word, yeah, five. Yeah, that Optimus Prime toy. Uh, like there, are, like I have really clear memories of. Playing with a really creaky Megatron in church in a quiet church on Christmas morning, um, carrying a gun the, into a public place. I remember getting the giant Adat, the Empire Strikes Back Adat, for the first time. Uh, but Optimus Prime, um, that was a toy that rarely left my side and I, I I beat the first one to death and my mom got me a second one and yeah Optimus Prime the original he was half die cast half plastic he was heavy he was the leader of the Autobots he was the guy that made everything happen how quick did you lose those fists not that quick because no. I had OCD from a young age I mean eventually like now I have the I, I still have that figure downstairs in the basement, and he's got no fists. But that was a long, long time ago, about 70 years ago, right? Something like that. So that was the toy that you played with the most, or just the one that you remember that just jumps out as the toy that you... Uh, it's I, I've got... the most. Um, for my birthday one year, um, my mom wasn't home. She was she was working, so she wasn't there on my birthday night. And um, I was on the phone with her, and she had me go under the bed where she hid the presents and pulled out my present. She had me pull out my present on the phone, and I opened it, and it was Optimus Prime 2.0 because the first one, the, the first one got beat to shit. And it was, uh, it was just so amazing to open an original 
you know, die cast Optimus Prime. You have all the parts, you have the fists, you have the gun, you have the trailer. The little roller, wheelie guy that came with missiles, them. You have missiles, you know, from the stand-up, you know, missile launcher in the back of the trailer. Yeah, Optimus Prime was such a huge part of, of my childhood. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Favorite toy from my childhood? The original Optimus Prime. Ian, do you have a, a favorite? Yeah, I have two, but they go together. Um, I have the uh, <clears throat> Luke's lightsaber from Jedi and Darth Vader's lightsaber. The one with the, the thick hilts. Yes, yes, those ones with the thick hilts. Those two lightsabers. And they had the they had the cross plastic at the top. Mm-hmm. So when you swung them, they made the noise. Right, right. Oh, those are awesome. And um, do, you, uh, do you remember those, Matt, or were you too young for those? We're the same age, aren't? Or you're I'm a year older, older than me? Yeah, um, about six months. But yeah, I, I thought you were a year older. Than me. <laughs> um, I remember getting those um, in tandem uh, for I want to say it was like my fourth birthday or somewhere around there, and yeah. I remember um, <laughs> fighting my dad multiple times throughout the years with those uh, two lightsabers my dad always being Darth Vader and uh, he would always be so gracious to you know go around on his knees in the living room and fight me so that we would be the same size and the same height and uh, just running around on my uh, the living room set that we had and it was always the you know uh, it was always Cloud City and getting my arm cut off and jumping off the Jumping off the couch and falling into the blankets and and um, can I can I take a sidebar on this sure. conversation while we're at this moment? Sure. I watched Empire Strikes Back two days ago. Yes. So from from the first time I watched it when I was a kid, I always understood that scene where Vader's "I am your father, mm-hmm. you join me," and then Luke jumps off the antenna. Yeah. I always understood that to be Luke's like, well, fuck this, I'm just gonna kill myself. Is that, is that what you guys thought, or is that crazy on my part? I think he just kind of like he, yeah. I mean, I it, it's a little bit of that, but it's a lot of just I give up. I'd rather go completely away from you and into death than join you. Right. That's kind of what you just said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was committing suicide. Right. Right, yeah. Because in the original, he he doesn't... When they made the spe- the, the first edition of the special editions, they added in huh. ADR a, a scream uh. on the way down. But in the original, he just fucking falls. And it, at that point, I always felt... Even as a kid, I was like, holy shit. Luke is committed to death. At this point, and then just the way Cloud City works with you know, you know the the Forgiving different tunnels, tunnels. in different you know air for the Tabana mining, it sucks Luke in, and you're like oh gives well, him a little, nice little cushion right and what because you feel surprised whenever he slides to the bottom and he's just like oh okay like I'm not dead and then the you know the the trap door falls out and it's like, eh, we're not done with you yet. Matt? Which, what purpose does that serve? Fucking Cloud City. <laughs> Matt, do you think uh, Luke killed himself? Tried to kill himself? 
Yeah, yeah, that was always my... I mean, yeah. Does, does Darth that Vader taint? says, what is the last thing he said? Come with me, it is the only way. And then Luke's like, actually, there's one other way. It's kind of sucky, but it might be slightly less sucky. And, and, that's, like, and Darth Vader like, understands that, too, the way that he drops his, his hand. Right, not to make this the Star Wars podcast, but it's, it's so... We would never do that. Right. Uh, like, there's a lot of theories out there that, well, Luke knew what he was doing, and Luke was trained enough in the Force that he guided himself into safety That's crazy when talk. he fell. We just saw him get his ass kicked by being not that trained in the Force, so right. that's but, crazy talk. I, I agree, but I also feel like that takes away from the nobility and the genuine goodness of Luke Skywalker that he's willing to sacrifice himself in order to not strengthen Darth Vader's play. Instead sure. of just like, you know, the, oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna jump off here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna save myself. Like, he was willing to kill himself. And that makes Luke such a stronger character than, the I'm gonna play the Jedi hero. game, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna force guide myself down this hole. I, I don't know of these message boards that you're on that say that, but that's nonsense, I mean. Agreed. McSauce, nonsense. Matt, favorite toy. Well, this is probably a pretty good segue. Uh, when Luke returned from Cloud City um, in the next movie, Return of the Jedi, he was wearing his most bad acid uh, outfit, which was... Time out. I just want to say that I was playing... I was incorrectly cosplaying with my green lightsaber, and I was, but I was playing the uh, star... The uh, Empire Strikes Back What a scene. disaster. I know, right? So, Sorry. So, um, yeah, that Luke Skywalker had a green lightsaber. He had a black glove. And I don't know, for you listeners, if you grew up in the 80s, but if you had one glove... Fuck yes! That was, like, the ultimate sign of cool. And let's face it, that wasn't like, oh, let's have him get shot in the hand, and then we'll, like, have him wear a glove. Like, that was a, a specific design aesthetic. Like, well, how can we get him to wear one glove? Have him get shot in his robot hand. Who did it first? Who did it best? Luke Skywalker, Michael Jackson. Go! <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, clearly. This isn't even an argument because Michael Jackson never got shot in his hand. Or uh, did he not? Maybe he by did. By anything other than white medicine. Didn't he get lit on fire by Pepsi during that commercial? Yeah, but that was an did attempt. Did it catch his hand on fire? That was an attempted murder. So Caught this, his jerry curl on fire. This particular Luke Skywalker was the first in the Return of the Jedi line, um, which uh, up until this point we had um, almost every Star Wars character outside of the Jawa had a vinyl cape. Uh, any character that had a cape or a cloak, it was always like this rigid piece of vinyl. Not with this Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. He had a cloth cape... Um, brown. A, yeah. It was brown. Yeah. Was, what's wrong with that? Why did they fucking make it black? Because it's brown, dude. But all of his shit's black. But in the movie, it's brown. Make it dark brown. You don't... It's not brown brown in the movie. But it's brown. Ugh. All right. Right? Yeah, it's brown. It's not as dark as we would like it to be. Right, Ian? But right. it's... It's still brown. I would be more offended if it was black, because at least brown's the right color, it's just the wrong shade. But anyway, 
He had the cloth cape. He had the green lightsaber, which was mind-numbingly awesome. Don't ask me why, but it was. This was the first one that the character didn't have as a slidey thing in his arm. This time he actually... the first one. Oh, that's right. Bespin Luke was the first one. Hoth Luke didn't have it either. Did he come with a lightsaber? Yeah. Did he really? Okay. Okay, the third one. But first one that was green. So that Luke was very special. I remember my brother was at a friend's house playing one night. And my mom and I went to go pick him up in the evening. And uh, we went into the house. And I didn't know this friend, but I knew that they were playing with one of these Luke Skywalkers. And I was so envious. And I was like, oh, my God, I need that. I Like, it had to be 1984. And I needed it. Uh, I, I would like to um, give a, a special nod, though. The other one was... Because I was always more of an action figure guy. Like, when I played, action figures were my go-to. Anything outside of that, like, you know, an actual lightsaber prop or, uh, you know, like a board game or something like that. They were great, you know, time waster things. But to actually get the full uh, playing effect out of my toys, it needed to be an action figure. That's what, like, created stories and um you know like all these crazy things that i would come up with in my head but the the special um nod that i have to talk about is the superpowers batman action figure i remember it had been rumored that they were coming out or something and uh finally my mom here's a story for you my mom uh said okay we're gonna go to children's palace and you guys, meaning my brother and myself, I'm going to get you guys. My brother loved Superman, and I loved Batman. I'm going to get you a Superman and a Batman. And I remember this is like the middle of the summer. And uh, my brother and I <laughs> used to fight a little bit. I feel like you still do fight. We in would, my mind, you do. We would have these fisticuffs. As, you know, what year were superpowers? 1985? Um, I have yeah, four or five. Yeah, around so that. little four-year-old Matt or five-year-old Matt is fighting against uh, seven-year-old Tony. Fully grown and developed. He had, right, fully grown. He looks exactly the same today at, how old is he now, 38? He's 38 years old and he looks... Pushing 40. Yeah, so, um, so we would have these fights and, like... <laughs> I remember I would I would wail on his back. He was a skinny kid, my brother, like a like a twig, and um, and I would punch him in the back. That was like my go-to. The twig tidal wave. Yeah. Well. Funny, cause now his name's Tidal Wave T. Now, <laughs> right? Well, I think he came up with that name maybe like around eleven. Did he give himself the name Tidal Wave? Yeah, well, Is we needed right? we needed. Uh, for those of you new to the show, uh, when we would jump in the swimming pool in the summertime, my brother, uh, we, well, we all kind of liked the idea of who can make the biggest splash, and we needed, like, you know, code names or whatever when we did it, so he he dubbed himself Tidal Wave T. Uh, I don't think I had a name. I was just, like, the little just splash. Matt. Little I was, Matt. <laughs> he was the little splash. Little splash. Tidal Wave T and the little, little splash. splash. <laughs> what a charming children's book yeah right so uh yeah i was a little plop if you will 
So that sounds well, like you're a little poop in the toilet. A little turd. <laughs> tidal wave and the little turd. No, the tidal wave and, and the little, little splash. Okay, so that would be a good children's book, right? Like two waves, like the big bad one. You got the little one that just can't quite be a big wave. Anyway, and they learn lessons from each other. Right. Right. So sometimes you need to just be a little splash. Sometimes you need yeah, to so be like tidal the wave. fucking. Uh, so let me double back. Let me let me tell the rest of the story. So we would fight, and we fought on the day that we were supposed to go to Children's Palace to go get our brand new superpower. And trust me, we were excited to get these toys. I couldn't what toys? the superpowers toys. I was gonna get Batman, but brother was gonna get Superman. You squeeze their legs together and they pump their fists like they're punching meat. Or you squeeze their arms together and they kick. That's right. The Flash. Who else did that? Did the did, did the red tornado do that? Or uh, no. uh, uh, I thought they did deep, later. Deep bench. Well, no, I thought <laughs> didn't they later? Didn't they make red tornado? I don't know. I know that when you squeezed Robin's legs together, he just did a karate. He was chop. like because <laughs> he wore the uh, he wore the short shorts. Yeah, he did. So anyway. Uh, my brother and I fought on this day. We were not well-behaved children. Your mom should have been like, I'm going to turn this fucking car around. We didn't even make it into the car. She sent us to our rooms, and <laughs> we were you? not allowed to get the superpowers figures, and it was possibly, Paul, the worst day of my life. You kids were pieces of shit. You should have laid <laughs> off fighting the title. The worst day of my life until, until today when I got two fucking shots in my oh, deltoid. Jesus. Next fucking spin the wheel. I'm spinning. Spin the, I'm spinning spin it. Look out. With Look. your fucking lame arm. I'm, I'm gonna Do we need to put you down tonight? It's, 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 Shut up. Here we go. The little splash baby arm. <laughs> Here I go. All right. Come on, baby arm. Tell the listeners, Ian. Well, oddly well, enough, Matt, you landed on your own fucking this, question. This Matt. question is from the Little Splash, Matt Cassell. <laughs> if you were a candy bar, which kind would you be? Let's Matt said earlier tonight, I wish we were recording this. Matt said he would be a mount because of the coconut in his hair product and the... The what the special dark the dark temptation the dark I put temptation everywhere else that he puts everywhere else. <laughs> so uh, oddly accurate, equally disturbing. So Matt, your mounds for awkward reasons. Ian, you can't pick the zero bar. The zero bar is white on the outside. White. Is he the cookies it's and cream? Cracker on cracker. Uh, you can't pick the zero bar. No, what are you gonna pick? The cookie and cream. That's too easy. I I really don't. I don't know. Uh, what you call it? I love that candy bar. I don't have any. This isn't pick your favorite candy bar. Favorite candy bar. It's what candy bar? Do you think Mounds is my favorite? I I don't have any kind of like candy bar that represents my struggle, my life. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Well, you know what? Even though the the zero bar is white on white, I feel like the zero bar probably does represent the struggle because the zero bar is constantly trying to be hailed as a legitimate candy bar. And it isn't. 
Am I constantly so hard. hailing to be a legitimate uh, person and not? One day you'll Is be a real right? candy bar. Oh, uh, okay. Keep believing. The zero bar. Uh, you know what? Well, half of your Fuck people. It. I love it. I'll tell you what. The constant fight. Ian, why don't you think about it a little bit? Paul, you tell us what candy bar you are. Why? I don't. I didn't have a super duper witty uh, thing. You made this, up your own question. Well, I didn't intend for it to be on the wheel. You guys decided to put it on the wheel. Well, I also thought that we were going to have Matt say his fucking answer, which part of the charm is that having the little splash actually fucking say it. Dummy. So you stepped on the question. <laughs> so the fuck what? <laughs> oh, okay. What candy bar are you, fuckface? Oh, no, no, I got it. Let me answer oh. for you, okay? Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. No, this, this is good. good. This, this, is good. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Uh, let's see, Paul. What candy bar am I? Paul, you are... What's a condescending, arrogant fucking candy bar? Let me just think. Like Give me... white heroes. <laughs> the um... zero bar? You're the zero bar, you motherfucker. White on white. That's a disgusting candy bar. It's That's so gross. great. It's not. It's, it's so not. great. It's, it's, it's so good. good. Nougat. Matt, come on. Paul, you are a payday. Are <laughs> you fucking kidding me? A payday? You're a payday. It's a delicious candy bar. It is a delicious candy bar. It, it is. Fuck you. I would you... accept the baby Ruth. No. Payday. No. Payday's weak sauce. No, no. Payday. All right. Um, why? You know what? Okay, well, maybe no, you... I, you no. know what? No. I, no, no, I no, am... No, 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 no. No. Payday. Tell me why. Because, no, baby Ruth fits the what I was about to say better anyway. Because Snickers is the more widely accepted of the caramel peanut combination candy bars. All you inclusive. All know. Right. However, Paul tends to back the dark horse all the time. Which, a lot of the time, while going against the mainstream grain, like, you know, Marvel characters, Paul supports the DC characters. The, the lesser selling, at least up until Rebirth, um, the lesser selling DC characters, Paul supports the Dark Horse. Um, and, frankly, the better heroes, at least since Rebirth. Um, but there's no chocolate on the payday. You don't need chocolate. I switch it over. down to the last compound. Sweet. Fucking great. I switched it over to Baby Ruth. Oh, there is chocolate on the Baby Ruth. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So I switched it over to... Sweet so like the Baby Ruth. I think... I think the Baby Ruth is a better candy bar than the Snickers. There, I said it. I would I would go Snickers for myself just because I am a champion of the mainstream. Pepsi, Miller Lite, Matchbox 20, fast food, not Jones Soda Company. Oh. Champion yeah, of the mainstream. True. Snickers, you go... You go peanuts, chocolate. That's fine. Caramel, you go Pepsi, but you don't needs. go Coke. And Coke is better and more like popular than Pepsi. It is. No. Yes. Just like Snickers is more popular than the Baby Ruth. You're a Baby Ruth, man. Accept it. I like I like where you're going with this. I really do. I it's, do. Uh, Baby I, Ruth I, I, isn't like look, some uh, bullshit obscure candy it's not bar. Like like Coke Coke Pepsi the one A and one B. It's so it's so close. Oh, when you, you go to Taco know. Bell, what do they serve? Pepsi. Coke? Taco? Oh yeah, that is Pepsi. Yeah, they do. Yeah. When you go to McDonald's, who's spinning the wheel next? 
Matt is spin the wheel. Not just spin the wheel. I'm gonna spin it. Spin. Do you know how to do it? You fucked it up last time. Spin that wheel. I'm spinning it. No, I'm spinning it. Oh, you. Okay. Get your fucking hands off of me. All right, Paul, read it. What is it? Oh. Why did Leonardo DiCaprio get an Oscar for Best Actor instead of Kurt Russell in Hateful Eight? And that came from? Ethan Dombro. Of? Of former Gearbox Union fame? <laughs> I understand there is a questionable split. Uh, I didn't see Hateful Eight. I didn't know either one of them got an Oscar nomination. I don't think Kurt Russell was nominated, was he? I don't. I no, didn't even he, know Leo was in it. He's oh, not in the. No, no, no. Leo they're saying for, Leo for, for the, the bear movie. The Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. He didn't have sex with the bear. The bear had sex with him. The bear didn't have sex. There was no bear sex. CG no bear sex. No. There wasn't. They used protection. It was. It was, it was consensual. CG, CGBS. Uh, just blowjob. No, no it, there's no fucking bear sex. He was... You just said it was a bear blowjob. I was kidding. CGBB. So, wait, wait, wait. CGBB. <laughs> there was no, no, no bear sex. No, there's no bear sex. So they used protection. It's still sex if it you It is still sex, on. yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't bear. Oh! Look out now! Matt, fucking... you're, Matt you're fired. You're done. Um, you didn't see two man booth for the rest of the show tonight. Okay, fine, but I don't know who's gonna spin the wheel with their left hand. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I love bear sex. Did either of you see either of these movies? I saw the rev the revenant. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't see either. I saw both of them. Uh, Leo barely acted in the revenant. Hateful Eight was a better movie. I don't know, but but the reason why Leo got the Oscar is because it's a life fuck him. No, 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 that didn't happen. He was fucking mauled by a, the bear. There's no sense. It's a lifetime achievement award. The Oscars are famous for doing makeup awards, and he was famously screwed out of a bunch of awards, has never won. That's famously why. screwed by a bear. Fuck. Spin the wheel again. Here we go. Where's it gonna land, Ian? Where's it gonna land? It's Lori's second question, which it, did we get the ballad box stuffed with this question? Is this a manufactured question? It's fucking, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's 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 completely <clears throat> random. Virtual reality on roller coasters. Home theaters and gaming and even smart refrigerators are just a few of today's cutting-edge gadgets. Tell me what you want to live to see within the next 50 years. Like gadgets or entertainment? I guess gadgets, it's, right? She said gadgets, so I well, mean... Well, the thing that I gotta do is I gotta turn to, you know, obviously Back to the Future 2 and look at all the shit that they were supposed to have in... 20, that's history. In 2014 or whatever that was. 2015. 2015. 
And uh, one of the ones that really stuck with me that we haven't made yet is the the little Pizza Hut pizza. It's like, you know, the size of like a peanut butter cup. And you put it in another good candy bar, if that qualifies, just as a side note. I feel um, like that is a candy bar. Yeah, it's just in round form with cool ridges and stuff. But yeah. anyway, so uh, that Skittles, thing you put in the microwave. Pieces, out. Right. You put that thing in the microwave for, I don't know, 20 seconds, 10 seconds, boom, you have a full-sized pizza. Where's that, Paul? Do you give a shit about that, though? That would be fucking cool. I'll tell you something else. Where are the flying cars? You know Where what? are the flying cars? The self-driving Fuck. ones are here in Pittsburgh. No, so. no, no, no. Fuck all of that. In 50 years, I'm going to be 88. Right, if you live that long, which by your alcohol elbow not. licking yeah, means by my, no. By my arm booze, not a lot. Not, not likely. But, like, in fucking 50 years, how come we don't... Why? Because well, 50 we, years hasn't happened yet, that's why. In 50 years, I expect to have good-tasting diet options, gluten-free options. Because like, Why concern? the fuck aren't they making... Yeah, why do you give a shit about gluten in 83? All the technology they fucking have. Why are we not able to get food that is better for you that tastes just as good as the shitty stuff? I'll tell you what. That I don't know, but That's I have, what I want. I have a That's real my one. answer to that question. I have a real answer, by the way. That is... My answer is a real no, answer. No, my first couple were kind of just silly, but I have a real answer. Well, you're just silly. Little splashes are kind of silly. <laughs> Do I need to change my Twitter handle to little depressed splash? No, just add a little splash. It's so fucking funny. Listen, I want I legit it. dinosaurs. I want that shit cloned like as out opposed of Jurassic to these. Park. Did you see Jurassic Park? It's fucking chaos. You don't fucking want that. In 50 years, I'm going to be 83. I want it to be chaos. Dude, do you have any idea how entertaining that will be? Do you want it to... The 80-year-olds that I know don't want chaos. They don't want fun. They don't want any of that shit. Five years younger than me? What? How old am I going to be? In 50 years? Yeah. You said you're going to be 83. 87? Yeah. No, 86. 86 years old. I'll be 86. Our original topic tonight, before we did the deal. We all, yeah, be thankful we almost did Steelers talk, people. If you want that, fucking text me. Or send me, tweet me, text me. Either one. I'm excited. You can tell. I'll do it. Yeah, dinosaurs. I want want a for real Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Ian, what do you want? Spare no expense. Do you want equal civil rights? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get that if uh, the old Hillary the babies, becomes. Uh, oh, if the the yeah yeah yeah, but we're gonna have lots if, of if presidents before between now and fifty years. We may go through a rough two years, four years, four years. They it's four, four years. years, buddy. Um, I like the way that I'm gonna keep it a little more grounded. I like the way that virtual reality is going now it seems like it's almost we're almost on the uh, the the verge of having virtual reality where you could just put in some some contact lenses 
and be in a different place. And I think that that would be something that would be really cool where you could have a really intense, tactile version of virtual reality where you could fearlessly travel to any point in time. I could go back... I could go back in time to the to the old dinosaurs without actually having the danger of being an a eighty year old man and, and maybe climb up on a brontosaurus. I could go back to the Wild West and check out all that shit. I could go into the future. You can do all of that with virtual reality, and I, I want like a, a real better version of it. And I think it's coming, so I'm gonna keep mine down there. So you want the, the Matrix. So that would be great. Right? Uh, I don't know, dude. So Last I think, checked, that was a disaster. That was even worse than than dinosaurs. You would think that idea is more grounded than better tasting gluten free. Um, no, 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 no. I, you know, because you know, that's bonkers. No. Well, I think our both of our ideas are more grounded than real life dinosaurs. <laughs> Because the last thing that I heard was dinosaurs. And I was like, well, that's fucking crazy. I didn't hear healthy McDonald's. You don't want to fucking see a real dinosaur, man? Don't you want to eat a healthy Big Mac? I don't care. Do I look like I care? You cared last week when you had some bacon option from Arby's. And you were like, ooh, the tummy hurts. That's because it was terrible. It looked delicious. It looked... Right. Looks can be deceiving. It should look and taste delicious. Why aren't we there yet? That's something that science... Should be on the fucking top. Because they don't pay it, Arby's workers enough money to give a shit about how stuff looks. Yeah, but no, that shit, that shit should Arby's be Arby's workers don't make the Arby's sandwiches more right. or less healthy, Matt. They well, they make put, them look good. They just put it together. That should, that's fake bacon should be coming in what at kind like of, two calories per piece. What kind of like artisan sandwich maker would make an Arby's sandwich look appealing? Like they're hunks of in chunks of. Garbage meat. A $15 an hour kind of worker, Ian. That's what kind. Ah, higher higher minimum wages. Maybe even a worker that could take a lot of time off for child care or sick days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see a new America. Welcome Look out now. Welcome to the Exhaust Minimum Wage Podcast. Ian, anyway, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. I said spin the wheel, asshole. Oh, I'm sorry, I was waiting for the little Splash's fucking gimpy hand to hook me up. Joe Saxman's fifth question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you kidding? No, Are Ethan you... had 13 questions. We've only fielded well, one we of his. We did one of his. We, this I is know. This Joe Saxman question. What do you want? What do you want? I don't spin the wheel. Talk to him. We're going to be doing two weeks worth of Dealy Chili Wheelie. Right. Because we got so many that Lee DePiro laboriously worked through every fucking one. I feel... I'm going to read this verbatim because I feel... Joe Saxman has submitted some uh, quote-unquote questions that are just like statements about things. <laughs> so I'm going to read this verbatim. Reboot never-ending story? You but, mean reboot? But... <laughs> he fucking said reboot. Reboot? Reboot? Reboot. 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 What a, I'm Canadian. Whatever. But not like the Wizard of Oz prequel. Wait, what are we rebooting? Never-ending story. Okay. Less CG is more. Thank you, JJ. 
That's the question. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank you, Joe Saxman. No, I, 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 um, I, I'm in the camp of rebooting the never-ending story as I am with uh, what they shouldn't have rebooted. Reboot. What? <laughs> you have me say it. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe it's the proper way to fucking don't, say it. Don't I'm reboot. sorry. Don't reboot never-ending story. There's a weird uh, non-CG animatronic charm to that movie that you're not going to be able to replicate. I, 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 you're going to have to change the entire movie, make it all about the fantasy worlds, take the Fred Savage, Columbo aspect out of the entire thing, and just Fred make Savage. it... It that was Prince Princess Average. Bride, no, dude. No, it wasn't. That's Princess Bride. Oh, it was fucking Bastion. Well, no wonder why I didn't remember who it was. <laughs> the kid's name was Bastion. Let's reboot that it. That wasn't even a normal name in the 80s. Bastion. Bastion. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that kid. And he had a terrible bowl cut. Take all the... It was the 80s. Take, take all that shit out. Like, maybe you can, like, reboot it in the Lord of the Rings way where you're just focusing on... The fantasy land. But, what? like, there's a charm to that movie that I don't know if you're going to They're going to harvest that shit, though. I mean, that's such fertile ground. People love that. That's a name that people remember. They're going to totally do it sometime. I don't know yeah, who owns it's, it's the rights, but it's going to happen. Fuck. No, what? Yeah. You're crazy. People know the never-ending story. Hey, I was Lots talking... Lots of people know the, the never-ending story. I... Um, Lots of older people know the never-ending story. But the market they're going to be trying to market to doesn't know the never-ending story. Would you say that MacGyver happened in the same time frame as never-ending story? It did. But 18 to 25-year-olds aren't watching TV. The people that are Where watching are your facts, network sir? television. What are you talking about? No. What, what is backing this up? Eighteen-year-olds don't watch TV anymore. Okay. They don't. They watch the fucking internet, watch? Netflix, yeah. and you all sure? that kind of bullshit. You sure? Yeah. I don't. I can't fucking cite you sources, but you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, but I have to. I'm sorry. I never said you have to cite sources. I think you did. I did. you know there's a there's a difference between. A network TV station trying to capitalize on a former property that has name value, then I think it's out, very similar. I, I think it's I think never-ending story. People know fucking atray you. Oh, you know, people know that shit. They think it's a band because it is a band, also. Right, but not because of the movie. Actually, it probably is because of the movie. It's absolutely it is because, because, of, the because movie, of the movie. But people don't know. The fans of Atreyu know that it's from the movie, but come the fuck on. Do you think Atreyu has enough fans to boost fucking movie ticket sales or even weekly ratings no, the in the never ending, never ending story, story TV show? The never ending story name holds Nonsense. value. Nonsense. You're fucking crazy. It does, but not. Not that. I mean, yeah, they're, they're that gonna, that they're gonna mine. Who owns this fucking they're shit? They're gonna mine everything. Everything's gonna be rebooted. That's not in question here. Rebooted. The question is, is it fucking worth it? It's not. I don't think it's worth. it. I mean, I I didn't love the never ending story anyway. So I mean, whatever. They're gonna re. I know, right? 
right. One more. I didn't like Goonies either. Ugh, well, fucking kill me. Goonies is a piece of shit. Let's spin. The, I'm gonna spin the wheel one more time. I'm gonna probably jump in and talk about the never-ending story before we spin again. Matt, let us let us know what you think about the never-ending story. Uh, the never-ending story would probably be. <laughs> would probably be. Um, a good movie to reboot. Right? Fantasy elements? Right. Because there is a demographic of viewers that grew up with that movie that have kids now that are going to introduce it to their kids. There's kind of like this generational thing with that. MacGyver, people watched it because it was on. But the never-ending story stays with you. That is like a much bigger deal than MacGyver. And I'm pretty sure MacGyver isn't going to be around next season, just so you know. It might be. You never I think know. A lot of, a it, lot of although that first episode, kind of stinky, even though they had Havoc as the uh, lead role as MacGyver. I think a lot of my sexual deviancy was formed by the never-ending story. Really? By the sweet... Bare titties, oh, sphinxes. But they'll blow your head off. They fucking blow your head off. Exactly. Look at this sweet stuff. You're gonna die. Last spin of the night. Can I spin it? It's Ethan's 13th question, which is, who would win in a fight? Lee DePiro, our resident intern, Matt of Gearbox Union, or Ethan himself. The only weapons are bananas, a roll of scotch tape, and a handful of Pringles. That's at Ethan GBU for anyone who's furious at him on Twitter that he three questions picked and your questions then get picked why don't we also do lightning round after this well we'll answer this and then we'll do lightning so this is Ethan Lee and Matt all from Gearbox Union right nobody's beating Lee Matt and Ethan could have lightsabers and Lee's gonna win that fight see that was my first guess but I I'm gonna this is not a homework question but I think I think Ethan. I think Ethan's just too big and bulky, and he. I think he has a, f- a ferocity that Lee doesn't have, and I think they can both outmuscle Matt. Matt, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be wiry enough to get past these two brutes. I don't know, man. I feel like when Lee puts the headband on, it's kind of like when Sylvester Stallone turns the hat backwards, like it's on. So <clears throat> over the top reference, solid. Ian? We're gonna, um, I think that it's going to be Matt that those two would be... Ethan and Lee would be too busy putting the bananas up each other's assholes. And Matt would just jump in there with the Pringles can, knock them out, done. Surgical, son. Ian, spin it. All right, spin it. We're going to go with Ryan. 
He is uh, at 69 or 79 Ryan 70. <laughs> Did I have this wrong? It's, it's at oh, 78 Ryan 78. I know. Why, why it's not I 69? This, it's not 69. It's 79 at Ryan 79. Right. What did Ryan ask? Ryan asked what we think so far of Batman and Superman Rebirth. What? And so far... Rebirth? Rebirth? Rebirth. 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 So far, they're really good, especially this last issue of Superman. Pete Tomasi and Patrick Gleason know how to write a Superman book. Yeah. Uh, Tom King knows how to write a Batman book. He's keeping it really focused mm-hmm. on Bruce Wayne. Uh, this latest issue... Uh, is co-written by some old 80s Batman writer, and it's kind of, it, it, it's turning into a bit of a mess. It feels like those late 90s Batman books where it's not Batman protecting Gotham City, it's Batman and Nightwing and Robin yeah, and yeah, Azrael and Onyx and all these other fucking fake bullshit heroes. <laughs> so, in this issue, it's Batwoman and Nightwing and That's Clayface what Detective and Batman like, right? and Duke Thomas and Alfred. Does Duke Thomas actually have a code name? Because I feel like he goes into battle and people are just like, hey, Duke. Right, because he it's just Duke at this point. But there's some new hero named Orphan who Don't looks know. like Cassandra Kane, Batgirl, but... But with less parents. Isn't? I don't think. It's really convoluted i haven't been getting detectives though so maybe that's answered in there i don't know i'm behind on detective but what i can tell you is that the family's too big it doesn't focus enough on batman and frankly the superman comics are kind of the same where they don't focus enough on superman it's too much of the family thing um i I like disagree with your review of the superman angle i like the artwork in superman but here's what i think for the most part Outside of the whole kid being in Superman, I feel like both Batman and Superman have been kind of playing it safe, to be honest, as most of the Rebirth stuff. Hmm? There was something about the New 52 when it started that doesn't exist with Rebirth for me. Um, It's not quite as exciting as the New 52 was for the first 12 issues. So, uh, Also, I'm not a big fan of two books a month. Uh, I can't keep up with it financially. I can't keep up with it. Like, because I want to read everything, but yet I can't because there's just too much coming out at once. <clears throat> yeah, Even just as a, as a reader, I can't keep up with it. Right. Matt, have you read all seven issues of Superman? No, I'm, I'm behind on everything because See, it comes out too fast. I think I'm up to, like, issue four. Superman has been focused on the Superman nuclear family. It's been focused on right, Clark, right. Lois, and John. Um, Batman is getting a little unwieldy right yeah. now. But the Superman book by Pete Tomasi and Patrick Gleason, it has been focused on those three characters. They've been dealing with some eradicator stuff that's gotten a little bit too crazy from what I like to see. But this latest issue is Superman handling himself with superpowers and his son with superpowers growing up in a small American town. And it is one of the most perfect Superman books I've read. Superman number seven. Yeah. It's on... The artwork looked good in that one, but they're Uh, Jorge Jimenez 
did the artwork for it. It's the it's really the good. storytelling, the artwork, it's a great Who did the book. artwork in number six? That's a different artist. Patrick Gleason. Yeah, that's a disaster. Uh, he draws fists like I draw fists, which is to say, badly. <clears throat> I really like Trinity, which recently came was out. That Trinity, good? number one. Um, yeah, probably uh, too boring for uh, that Fa- over there. Francis Manipool was on art there. I don't remember who was... No, it's, uh, it's all Manipool. Manipool, writer and artist. Yeah, writer and artist. I, um, can I say something? Um, good. Yeah, no, go ahead and say something. I have recently decided I am not a Manipool fan. I thought I was. I want to like him, but he just doesn't tell the stories that I need to read. Like, I don't think he's a good storyteller. He's a good artist, but not a good visual storyteller if that makes any sense it does make sense uh i but i i i disagree with that i also think that he is a um a great writer if he was the one responsible yeah for trinity number there, one which is probably the standout book of but the Matt, you didn't read trinity you flipped through it. i i did but i read batman and he wrote and drew that or detective, rather. Um, he, yeah, but, well, he co-wrote. Um, yeah. And drew the, he there was somebody who I co-drew that. Did he write Brian and draw? Bucciolato. Did he write and draw Flash? He co-wrote and draw and drew. He draw it. <laughs> he draw it. Yeah. Matt, I would say that. No, he co-wrote and co-drew that. Uh, Brian Bucciolato did the it's, colors for that Flash one. Okay. But um, Manipool is doing the colors, the the all the work on those Trinity books. You know, I follow him. I think we both follow him on Instagram, yeah. so we get to see. Like, he puts up videos of him going through and drawing the pages and everything. It's I think really, that's cool. I, I really want to like him. I, but I, I'd say, I would say to for you, Matt, you're a you're a lover of these characters. You're a connoisseur of comic book art as well. Yeah, I think you are. Thank you. you think you're not a connoisseur of comic art and comic stories? <laughs> I am. Let's. Okay. Let's be real. Okay. Uh, I think that you, as uh, somebody that has a, a refined palette with comic book storytelling... Come on, Ian. What else? Uh, I, I'm saying all this so that you like the story. Oh, okay. I mean, but no, it is... Are you telling me to read it, try it? Is that what pl- we're getting at? Please go and, and if the comic take a look store at... Still, ah, if the comic book store still has it, I will check it out. I had it in my hand twice, and I was going to get it, but I was like, nah. Matt, I know you better than that. Stop talking. Stop leaning on the comic book store. That has failed you so many times. Just go on your iPad. I could do that. Pull up your DC account and download the book and read it just like I did at my leisure. Okay. The latest Superman and Trinity books were exactly what I want from Superman and the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman Trinity. Uh, All the Tom King Batman stuff has been spectacular until this latest issue where they rope in all the bullshit from the current DC universe there can be the occasional misstep right but overall I mean these are two Batman Superman not action not detective Batman Superman these are really good books so far um you know in my opinion Rebirth has better Mm -hmm. offerings than Batman and Superman so far that I've enjoyed more. Um, my probably my standout is uh, is Green Arrow. I feel like that's been 
really solid. Like, are you still getting? Are you still getting that? Yep. Still reading it? Yep. Uh, I haven't read seven yet, but I've read one through six, and I read the Rebirth issue. Um, and the art has changed a little bit. I forget who the artist is, but uh, it's maintained its kind of playful, kind of, kind of stretched out action-looking artwork. Uh, it really works, I think, for for what it is. It's Luther Strode. It's very, it's very Trad Moorish, but. Yeah. Um, Anyway, what do you think? One more? One more one spin. More? One more spin. Let me spin it. Well, fucking spin it, Paul. Fuck off of me. Fuzzy. I don't know. It's weird because we're in. It's real life. We. Ah, oh, fucking. Let me. And it's it. Wayne's question. Oh, Wayne's question. Wayne's question was. Wayne's question wasn't really a question. It was Guardians of the Galaxy two. Was there a question mark? So it's no punctuation. Not a question at all. Guardians of the Galaxy two. That's great. What do we what do we think of Guardians of the Galaxy two? What do we expect? Uh, what do we want from Guardians of the Galaxy two? I'm excited to be disappointed because I have Guardians built up on this pedestal. In my mind, Guardians of the Galaxy was the greatest comic book film I've ever seen in my life <laughs> because of the way that I've retrospectively looked back at it. And thought, have you oh, seen it since the theater? I oh, maybe once or twice, but I've built it up in my mind as like the best time of my life. So I'm excited to be really fucking let down by Guardians. Um, I think I think I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna like like I really like Guardians one, but it had no hype attached to it. We were shitting on it pretty much. Right, but I also. I'm, I'm not going into two with any hype. I feel like I was pretty amped for that one. I felt like I was maybe the voice that said it's going to be good. I think that we all thought it might be okay. But after we saw it and then talked about it, I think we built it up into, or at least I did, as one of the most fun movie-going experiences that we ever had. And it was a great fucking film. And I, like, I think that that's probably been a more enjoyable film that we've seen outside of Star Wars in a long time. It was good. I really I really like it. I really like it still. But I'm not... I'm not putting any excess pressure on Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Like, I'm saying legitimately it was that good. Like, that film was actually a great film. It's going to be hard for two to be a great film as well. Sure, uh, I, I since the release, like I feel like the bloom has come off the rose for me a little bit on Guardians. I'm not going in looking at Guardians one as the greatest Marvel film of all time, and I feel like Guardians two is going to be just as good it's gonna be fun it's not gonna give me the emotional resonance that man of steel gave me it's not gonna give me 
you know the you know the key superhero moments that maybe Civil War gave me. I think Guardians Two is gonna be a really good movie. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna like it. But give I it don't. An eight. I'm giving it Stay like. There now. He's gonna give it an eight. Give it like sixes across the board. Like I six think, is low, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Yeah, it it does feel low, but like I don't. Six is saying th- the movie is Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh no! But that's what Amazing Spider-Man is. Two was the horseshit. But it also was a six. Like that's yeah, what yeah. that's that's what it is. That's what double six sevens. Seven represent what? My excitement and expectation. Like I, I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be any better or worse than the first. I think it's just going to be a perfect. A perfectly entertaining, adequate franchise. I have no idea what the storyline is supposed to be. I don't know who the villain is going to be. Uh, Does I, it matter who the villain is? <laughs> not typically for a Marvel movie. Um, Especially for Guardians. Yeah, which... you know, the thing is, like, Guardians 1 has catapulted those characters into pretty mainstream Marvel characters anymore. I mean, they they have their own comic series now, you know, and I don't mean just a Guardian series, like, they're all getting their own individual books. Um, Star-Lord was up against dinosaurs. Right, I mean, they... Katniss Everdeen coming up pretty they, soon. They, um... I feel like they're this movie's gonna get its due. Uh, they're gonna put a lot of resource into into this movie and uh, I think it probably will end up being even better than the first but it will still lack things like that emotional resonance um, it it just might have maybe some more marquee moments or something like that so yeah sevens, eights, something like that I'm probably about a seven and a seven as well I got because I really enjoyed the first film. I have a wild expectation of it. <laughs> I've got a nine for my expectation. It's probably going to fall somewhere around a seven, which is lower than how I felt about the first one. So I'm more excited for Ragnarok, honestly. I think that's going to be a different kind of film. I do too. You know, like the direct. And the director, from what I understand, has a more comedic bend. The things that I liked about Chris Hemsworth outside of Thor is the fact that he is so comedic. And he's, he's he was my favorite thing about Ghostbusters. He was one of my favorite things about Vacation. So I'm excited to see Ragnarok. Big Thor guy here anyway. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to be wrong about that too. <laughs> Paul, I think that's going to wrap it up tonight. Can you agree? Yeah, that's going to do it tonight. Uh, we had a really good turnout for the wheel tonight. Don't be surprised to hear another Dealy Cheely Wheelie episode next week. Next week, because uh, we had no, such no, a good no. turnout. It's something, no. something big coming no. up next week. Yeah. Exhaustober, buddy. Oh, Exhaustober so starts right. next episode. So we're going to have a month of spooky Halloween talk. Uh, horror. It's going to be horror for four weeks straight, guys. So 
It's gonna be us in a dark room with the lights out, or maybe trying to scare ourselves. Yeah, trying to spook ourselves. Maybe out. talk some poor TV, American Horror Story. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe not, but yeah. Or, or, maybe. or what? Maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> you know, whatever Matt wants to do. That's that's gonna do it for us tonight. Uh, my name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. <laughs> Matt Casal. See you next time. Yeah.